Welcome into another episode of Before the Storm. Jared Alator along with James Parsons here for another episode, and we have another great one for you today. We're going to touch on Oklahoma State's game against Kansas State, a great win for them, a 31-20 victory for the Cowboys to go 4-0 on the season and looking ahead to the other 4-0 team, Baylor Bears, also talking about the pros. The NFL was just insane yesterday, and we got a great podcast for you. I'm excited to talk about it. James, how are you today? Oh, man, super excited. Uh, great games all over college, NFL. It was a great weekend. Some unexpected things happened for sure. Uh, I guess that's what uh, the great thing about football, everybody loves to watch it, is because you never know what's going to happen week in, week out. And uh, it was a great one, man. It was a great one. Uh, the, Oklahoma, or the Oklahoma State, you know, came in 31 points in one half and got the win. It, 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 you know, they didn't score in the second half, but great right. game, great game. <laughs> uh, go in as the, what is it, 19th ranked team now, I think? or and then, Yes. And then Baylor is 20. Baylor is, is, is I'm ba- seeing here they're – 21. 21. 21. My bad. Position off. Uh, there are three ranked teams left right. now in the Big 12. Mm-hmm. Oklahoma at four, which we might talk on that a little bit. Oh, yeah. Oklahoma could. is not looking like the number four team. Well, actually, they mm-hmm. go down to number six, I believe. Yeah, I believe so. They yes. went down to number yes. six. Uh, mm-hmm. But they are not even that. They are not looking like the number six team in the country. They're uh, barely pulled out a win against. Uh, what was it West Virginia? West Virginia had that game won too, and then yeah. they threw it away at the a end. A lot of a lot of mistakes. A lot of mistakes. Lot of mistakes. Too mistakes. many mistakes. But anyway, I don't think anybody. I, I'm pretty sure Oklahoma came into this game well favored too. So yeah. nobody expected them to be like that. Going having to have a walk off field goal to win it, uh, crazy. Uh, I know we're not really supposed to talk on you know those guys down there in Norman, but uh, <laughs> we're supposed to talk more on our you know the good win that Oklahoma State had this weekend against twenty five or twenty fifth ranked uh, Kansas State. Uh, this marks the third in a row now we beat Kansas State, so it was good stuff. Good stuff. This was Kansas State's first road game too, so that was yeah. a, that was a tough road game. Uh, mm. uh, a lot of mistakes on their part that we benefited on early on in the first quarter. You know the. Uh, the, the fumbled snap or whatever that happened in the end zone and then mm-hmm. Malcolm Rodriguez got the touchdown well deserved to Malcolm Rodriguez yeah. uh that was that was really good to see in my opinion loved it defense played good I think the biggest surprise for me was how well Spencer Sanders threw the ball yeah that was super surprising okay. how well he threw the ball he had he did great compared to Boise State you know seven yards at halftime with going into the halftime at lead, with the lead 21 to 20 which was the final score as well and only having seven passing yards and then also you know in that game going uh throwing the ball for the, the like to, to win the game there at the end and not give it back and then come in this game we did get Tay Martin back that was a huge benefit because he threw the ball a lot to him and Presley played really well as well I was really happy to see that, to see him play well. Uh, Warren played really well. I was a little worried at that one point whenever he got hurt, though. Mm. That scared me a little bit. That was a big worry. Oh, man, I was over there, like, holding my breath. And and then the announcers were like, ah, it just looks like a cramp. And I was like, man, I really hope you're right. (laughs) Because that guy is kind of like... Of the best guy we got right now on our team. I would say he's kind of carrying the team. He Even in this game, I know Spencer threw it well, but I'm sure that he was a huge part of the Kansas State preparation for us was they were like, yeah. this guy can run the ball. So then we they decided to you know probably make their game plan around him because we only had seven passing yards going into halftime against Boise State. And then you know we come out and throw the ball, which is, you know, 
you know, we got to mix it up. We got to have the run the run game along with the throwing game. And I, I believe that Spencer throwing the ball well was a huge benefit and a huge like part of the reason why Oklahoma State got out to that thirty one point lead or not thirty one point lead, but thirty one points at halftime. And after that, we just kind of relied on our defense again. But uh, I don't know. It was a good win. Good win. Come in now. We're ranked four zero. Uh, I don't remember. I don't know how many uh, seasons. Or if this is the first in a while, I don't know. Did we start out four zero last year or not? I we're gonna have last... to look back into the record books. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> uh, but I rem- I know that it was the fifth season in the row that we had started out three and zero. It was the fifth season yes. in the row. And usually because of that, because of the opponents that some of these teams like Oklahoma State will get, or any Power Five team will get, you were. You're really supposed to be on that track of starting out should four be, and zero. Should be starting out three, you know, right. four and zero, something like that. Like that should happen consistently. Uh, this was also Oklahoma State's biggest win of the season, like largest margin of victory for the mm-hmm. season after playing Mississippi or Missouri State, uh, Tulsa, and then Boise. Yeah, and, and then we come in for conference play, like we were saving it or something, and we come in and we beat them by eleven. Well, and here's the uh, here's the question, or here's the answer to your question earlier. They did start out four and zero last year, first against Tulsa, then West Virginia, then Kansas, then Iowa State. Tulsa being a very strong win by the end of the year, just because of how good Tulsa played. I think Tulsa is really good this season as well. They put up a good fight against Ohio State, but also yeah. that could be you know pushed aside as well because Ohio State has not been the best. Sure, and they have played. They've had some rough games. Um, it seems like a lot of the top teams that we talk about, Oklahoma, you know, besides Alabama, Oklahoma, mm-hmm. Clemson, Ohio State, all those guys, all those guys are kind of they're falling flat a little bit this season. It's yeah. not looking like something's off. Yeah, Clemson just lost to NC State. Right. Uh, Ohio State, you know, like I said, they like Tulsa State in that game against them till like the fourth quarter. Right. Um, I don't know. Some of these Oklahoma, you know, barely pulls out a last second field goal to win the game. It's just looking rough, you know. I don't know. Some of these top school like teams are just. It's not looking good. I don't know. Maybe it's bringing back the atmosphere after the after the pandemic. You know. I, I mean, I guess we're still in the pandemic, but like now that fans are back, maybe they're like yeah. a little shell shocked or something. I don't know. I'm I'm making excuses, I guess, or something. <laughs> but I don't know. Oklahoma State though, good win, good victory. I love to see the you know evenness of running and passing. Spencer Sanders looked well. Uh, Besides that, like I don't know, it was a good win. Uh, we got to move on now to Baylor, who's in, like you said, another four zero team coming in. More conference play coming. Uh, it's going to look good. It's going to look good if we get this win right here, uh, which will leave it to Oklahoma and Oklahoma State to be probably the last ranked teams after if we beat them mm-hmm. in you know the last ranked teams from the Big Twelve, which will look good for us anyway. Yeah, definitely. And for Baylor, they had a very impressive win against Iowa State, who number fifteen in the country went down Iowa State now two and two and Iowa State they came into this season very prepared very ranked I think they start out at number seven to begin the season I believe so they they were nine I believe when they played Iowa so it was like number nine and number 10 or they were number 10 or something I think one of the they were like nine and ten or something like that Mm -hmm. but uh I think they've just been beaten up since that game like I was saying earlier I was like they they've been not playing the same after that game Maybe they're a little worn down. They were really wanting to win that one, but I don't know. It was a. It's going to be a good one though this weekend. Coming Baylor and Oklahoma State. I'm really looking forward to that game. Looking forward to see how our game plan is to that game. How much we 
share the ball, like passing towards running, how well Spencer Sanders plays, how well our defense plays. We also, I just, uh, I don't know if if he, what exactly happened, but was it uh, Brock Martin or was it? Yeah, Brock Martin went he down. Went down with an elbow or something. I he, think they said he'll, it'll be a few weeks. Okay. Until he comes back. I didn't see exactly what the timeline was for that, mm-hmm. but that's going to be kind of a key piece. He's a good, he's a great right. piece on our defense. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll be, we'll be looking to see how our, you know, what kind of rotations we have on the defensive side. We've been playing really well, so I look to see how. Uh, what kind of game plan we have coming in against Baylor, and uh, hopefully, you know, we look towards a uh, you know five and zero. Yeah, and for this Oklahoma State team, I'm glad that you brought up the way that Spencer Sanders played because for Oklahoma State, they've been looking for that. Right now, the run game seems to be in check with Jalen Warren and the average rushing yards. He seems to have locked up that number one RB spot. Seems you know? to have very much locked it up very well. And if you look at the the stats for the uh, average rushing yards for Oklahoma State for Jalen Warren specifically, you got four point six, and that's exactly what Mike Gundy wants. It's what he's it's expecting. What we need. Yeah, it's what, yeah, the, it's what, what Oklahoma, Oklahoma State's State been wanting. And I wrote that for the surprise of the game is what you mentioned. Your own surprise was that Spencer Sanders Throwing threw the, the football ball. the way he threw the football, and that was very much needed in a ranked game like this. After and if that know, consistency can happen, who knows what could happen with this Oklahoma State team? You know, after you know barely scoring you know 20 20 or something points you know those few games yeah the three first three games and then coming out in the first half and having 31 points it was it was unexpected like i remember the whole week everybody asking we win in this weekend and um, the majority <laughs> of people's answers was i really don't know like i'm i'm not sure like or we were very no yeah like uh i don't know maybe like it's gonna like everybody's like everybody had like well it's gonna depend on this and this or it's going to depend on our running game our defense it's mm-hmm. going to depend on spencer sanders if he can you know come out and play how he's played in the past or something like that or if he's going to come out and lay a goose egg and <laughs> and throw seven yards at half you know that, that's what everybody was saying so it was a, as oklahoma state fans or as people you know that go to oklahoma state and you know like as us you know uh it was great to see him come out and start slinging it and it was like not just slinging it anywhere but like on target good passes uh accurate not being stupid with the ball not trying to always run it as well either did well he did well uh game plan was great first play of the game was the screen pass to warren that got us oh, i don't remember how many it was 50 60 yards or something a big game that was nobody expected a screen pass on the first play mm-hmm. of the game for oklahoma state and then after that we just like that just got us rolling that was a big thing that, in my book, from Boise State 2, from this game, was our play calling. Play calling looked immaculately better. I mean, it looked so much better. Yeah. Come Like, like I made the joke with a, a buddy of mine the other day. It was like, oh, yeah, when uh, against Boise State, it'd be like third and nine, third and 12, and be like, hey, what's the, what's the play? And be like, ah, run it up the middle. <laughs> give it to Warren. He's carrying our team a, right now. A draw counter play up yeah, the middle. It's like, oh my gosh, no wonder Warren fumbled the ball there towards the end of the game. The man was winded. He was dead. Yeah. He had, you know, 32 carries for the game. Yeah, he did. He Well, he had 27 in the Kansas State game. And not only that, but the offensive line looked very good, too. I saw a play of Josh Sills oh. pancaking one of his opponents. And that's I also it's really a play, like, but it's something you want to see. I also really liked how, uh, I don't remember the, uh, the offensive lineman's name that came to the defense of... Uh, 
Spencer Sanders after that he threw it out of bounds and that right. guy kind of kept spinning him and took him to the ground. Right, yeah. And came to his defense. I don't know. I love that kind of stuff. Yeah. It always gets me excited, you know, and I'm like, that's the way you got to be. You got to be a team. You got to come together and you got to come to your quarterback's defense. Whether or not Spencer Sanders is the best, but he is your quarterback. So you got to come to his defense. And I loved that. I love seeing that. I know that wasn't a key point in the game, really, but because I'm pretty sure that was in the third quarter or something like that. Uh, but I loved seeing it third or fourth quarter. I don't remember. But anyway, I loved seeing that. I loved how these guys, they, like the offensive line and everything, they seemed to have found their footing, at least against Kansas State. And hopefully, moving forward, they keep that going. Like, the offensive line blocked well. He had a lot of time in, uh, in the pocket as well when he was passing the ball. Looks great. I don't know. I was just, it was very unexpected, too. Like, after the Boise State game and how close it was and how rough it was, uh, it was pleasant. It was a pleasant surprise. Definitely a pleasant surprise. And it'll be the Baylor Bears undefeated, Oklahoma State Cowboys undefeated. Same time, Saturday night, 6 o'clock. I'm Boone super excited. Stadium. Super very excited. excited. Very excited. But we'll move on to in the NFL, and we had some history. Some good in league action. League action, some history in Motown yesterday. Justin Tucker knocking in a 66-yard field goal, the NFL record. I wonder what that dude's leg press is. I bet, <laughs> I bet he could leg press a truck. I guess it's, I, it's pretty good. I think it's pretty that good. That man, 66-yard <laughs> field goal for the NFL record. Unbelievable. Oh, hits the, the, the bar at the bottom and then rolls in, like flips in. Because I saw some of the, the, the Lions fans in the back as I was watching it, and they were like, oh, he missed – Oh, oh, no, it went oh, in no. like like they they didn't know how to feel because <laughs> right. the ball went in. Oh my gosh, it was crazy, crazy time. I believe he made four out of five field goals in this game too. Kind of almost, I, you could almost say kept them in this game because the Lions, uh, in my opinion, shouldn't have been in it. You know, as the Ravens are on paper statistically a better team, right? Better, better playmakers. Uh, the Lions stuck in this game though, and. I think the Lions might be one of the best 0-3 teams. <laughs> yeah. I, in, like, recent history, I think they might be one of the best teams. They have had a rough schedule. They have had to play some good teams. 49ers, Packers, and then no, the Ravens. And the Ravens. And all decent games, in my opinion. I think the, the Lions were – they were leading. It was 17-14 to 14 against at halftime for the Packers. Mm. And then the, to end this game on Justin Tucker – making an NFL record kick, that's just tough. Unbelievable. I feel for any Lions fans out there, any Detroit <laughs> fans, but also if you're a Lions fan, you, you've already become accustomed to this, I feel like. They've already used to they it. They're used they, to they the letdown. They know what's going on. They know the formula. But I, I would be the same way. Like, I think it, make it basically the NFL gods say, let's make this historic kick, but let's make it in the most dramatic oh my gosh. way possible and hit the crossbar and then go in. You think anybody here will uh, pass it? Anytime soon, sixty-six uh, yards. I don't think so. I think it'll be. It'll be a while. A long. I think it'll be a long time. I think the guy that I think maybe could do it. I think. <laughs> I'm gonna. Say, I'm gonna maybe say Greg Zerline. Maybe the. I was thinking. Guy. I was thinking you might say him. Right. I'm thinking it could be him or. Um, maybe Gostowski. <laughs> I don't even. Gostowski. Think he's in, could. I don't think he's in the <laughs> league anymore. Um. I mean, or if he does, I don't know what team he plays for. He used to right. be a Patriots. You know, you know, I got to rip the. I think the uh, I think Tyler Bass for Buffalo could also be a a good a good candidate for that. But I think it's going to be a long time because I think Matt Prater had a sixty 
four yarder in 2013 when he was playing for the Denver Broncos at the time. Okay. That was the previous record was 64. Now it's 66. Ooh. But crazy historic day in Motown. Crazy. I wonder yesterday. what's got to be going through your head when that moment. Oh my goodness. As a I kicker. mean, being a fan too. Being a fan in in the stands. You're sitting you're over going crazy. You're sitting over there like midfield. Yeah. Looking at a field goal that's <laughs> feels like a mile away, and you just boot that sucker. Oh my gosh. That has to be, and then watching it like hit the bar, and then ro- go in. Uh, it's got to be either a really good feeling or a really odd feeling. In my, I mean, either yeah. way, you're gonna feel decently good because you just won the game. But that's that's a crazy like 66 yards. I just can't wrap my head around it. That's insane. One I, of the plays where they, it's a direct definition of holding your breath. That's exactly. <laughs> oh, the what whole entire stadium. There. You probably could have heard a pin drop. Just, yeah, uh, I bet. <laughs> just, oh my gosh! <laughs> but another great outing. Yesterday in the NFL came in Santa Clara, California, the Green Bay Packers over the San Francisco 49ers. This was a crazy great Sunday quarter. night action. Great Ra- Sunday crazy night. fourth quarter because oh you gosh. got because basically you've got the Packers in a in a great lead. Rogers Adams, you know that connection is just it seems unstoppable every Sunday. Thought Adams might be uh, under concussion protocol too. After that one, it was a rough hit. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It was a rough hit. Definitely. Definitely took a lick. Um, came back into the game though after they went through the protocol. The NFL said, like I saw an update. NFL said that they and that the Packers went through all the steps. He was okay. Came back in the game, got an amazing drive with 37 seconds left for Crosby to hit the game winner, mm. which was insane. That game was very wild. It was. And both teams played well, in my opinion. They did. I mean, either team, they deserve to to walk out of there with a win, but. It's only one that can do it because it was a great drive for the 49ers. The, the Garoppolo throw to George Kittle, and then you got Debo Samuel with a, a tough catch on third down. So both tough third down conversions, third and long conversions that they've got to make over the middle to Hughes check. And, you know, the crowd always goes insane when Kyle Hughes check makes a big play. And then <laughs> you got you in the mid 30 seconds on the clock and – 37 got, seconds. You got Rodgers running down the field. No timeouts. Two, two times during that drive and spiking it with three seconds to go. I mean, that is that is football. And he described it perfectly. I thought Aaron Rodgers described it perfectly. You, you can't get more romantic than this. Football is, is... It's a romance. It's a romance. It is. And I loved it. I loved it. Every second of it. It was a great game. game. Um, what was it? Uh... The Packers, though, I think that they're finally getting their footing now. Yeah. Uh, after that awful loss uh, where they didn't even make it to the end zone against the Saints, they have now put back-to-back wins, the Lions, and now the 49ers. The 49ers, you know, it definitely looks better. 49ers have a good defense, um, good offense, good team, comparative to the Lions on paper. Anyway, like I said, mm-hmm. the Lions are a good team. Um, but it was great. It was great. I loved every second of it. Uh Loved that the Packers got the win. I guess uh, I don't know. I'm not kind of indifferent on each team. I'm not really a Packers or 49ers fan. I guess. Yeah, no. But, I'm, uh, I'm just a fan of that great game. I'm just I'll a fan of that. football. Yeah, I'm just a fan <laughs> of good football, and that was definitely some good football. Um, I loved it. I loved it. Another great football game came in Las Vegas. Just the win, Raiders. baby, win with that Raiders in another overtime win, 31-28 against 
Jacoby Brissett's Miami Dolphins. I know that's a funny thing to uh, say, but that sounds funny. That sounds weird. Sounds, sounds interesting. Odd. He's he's kind of bounced around. He went from the Patriots to the Colts, Colts. to now yeah. the Dolphins. The yeah. and he has been a backup everywhere. <laughs> he's been a backup that's, ever since. I think he, he he does good. He does good as a backup, in my opinion. But the Dolphins stuck with this one. It was very they surprising. They, they had did. a pick six in the first half, I believe, against uh, da- uh, David Carr or. David Carr. Yeah, Derek Carr. Derek Carr. Yeah. Uh, David yeah. Carr's his brother. Throwing <laughs> oh, out old times. Um, it was a good game. Uh, I loved it as well. Loved watching it. The The Raiders have now gone into two overtime games in the first three games of the season. Wow. And I feel like that's going to be pretty taxing on them later on. Like, they better quit doing that. <laughs> yeah. They're going to find themselves losing those because that, that's, that's a lot of football to play, you know? The whole game is already long enough, and then you go into overtime and you add even more. So the Raiders need to find ways to win in regulation. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, for the Raiders, you know that motto, just win, baby, win. And I understand that, but it was, it was, it was definitely a tough game, and I think a lot more tougher than they made it on themselves. I think J- Jacoby was a good manager, at least in yesterday's game. But you got the receivers. I mean, you got. Edwards, Ruggs, Renfro, three now I you could say reliable receivers for Derek Carr uh, in this offense. On paper, the Raiders were definitely the better team on this. Right. And I think that Brissett was a great piece. He was a great he's a great quarterback, I would say, or a good quarterback, but he's not gonna win you that game. Sure. I think he he'll like you said, he's a great manager. He did well and he knows how to do the reads, he knows how to when to throw the ball pretty most of the time. He does all right. But he's not going to go out there and get you the win. You know, he's not a Patrick Mahomes or mm, a sure. Lamar Jackson yeah. or a Russell Wilson or anything like that. Like, he's not going to light it up. But I thought the Dolphins came in with a great game plan, and it showed, too. I mean, they didn't get the win, but mm. it showed how they took this L.A. Raiders team, or Las Vegas Raiders team, my bad, uh, to overtime. Yeah, well, I think it's a great thing when whenever they get the other guys besides Darren Waller involved. Oh yeah, it was and it was great, it, uh, and they've been showing it this fi- year. Finally, they uh, their game plan isn't Darren Waller, because <laughs> I mean the first two games that was it looked like their game plan is it right. Darren Waller? Uh, Darren Waller, if Darren you're not Waller? open, we're throwing it out of bounds. <laughs> you are our offense. It's almost like uh, Oklahoma State and uh, Warren, right? Wa- Wallen and Warren. <laughs> if, What's so common about that? Yeah, right? Warren. You know, <laughs> if he can't run the ball all the way to the end zone, then we have no offense. No, that's the way it was in the. Boise State game but anyway a uh, good win for the Raiders but uh, like I said they need to find a way to win in regulation and quit taking it to overtime uh good good th- good thing though they got the win uh they're now three and oh yep pretty impressive I don't know if much people expected that and you know I, they have I, a better record than the Super Bowl champs from last season now I would say that I I kind of wanted to project a, a good season for them but I, I did not project this by any means uh, they have the pieces they do but they do, i huh? think no offense if you're raiders fans out there but <laughs> uh i think the piece where you you fall just a little bit short is Derek carr i think Derek carr sometimes he he tries to do too much he tries mm-hmm. to do too much with the ball uh force some passes and stuff like that but he can also make some really good passes but i think they have the pieces they have the great good i wouldn't say great wide receivers but good wide receivers ones that can make plays and uh, and an outstanding tight end in Darren Waller. So they've got the stuff. And, you know, Josh Jacobs is good as well, but he was actually out this game. So. Right. They, they had to play 
a lot more of Kenyon Drake. Peyton Barber ran for 23 carries and 111 yards and also went for a touchdown as well. So for Peyton Barber, they've got uh, flipped around the league a little bit they've got great backups you know Peyton Barber Peyton Barber and Kenyon Drake you know guys forget about those guys yeah Kenyon Drake what was it year two years ago led the league in like rushing yards or something like that or he was amazing up there I I don't know if he led it I think he was he had like the top fantasy wise he was was good in fantasy he was very good he was in fantasy he had for the Cardinals even last year yeah he's he's done good but he's kind of falling off or something for some reason but good backups great backups uh josh jacobs out uh they did the job and they got the job done described it well they have the pieces and i think Carr has honestly been as pretty consistent as he is individually but Definitely i think it's played been, better this year i think it i think it's also been in the last two or three years i think it's been the defense slacking a little bit but now since they're starting to get their young pieces together and more experienced i can start to trust them and i think the las vegas raiders will be just fine this they will year. they will definitely in my opinion i don't know if it's a a wild take or anything but they <laughs> will make a good playoff push the raiders will definitely do, they I, at least do decent AFC as long West. as they don't fall off later on in the season and end up like maybe in like a wild card spot i think they'll do pretty good uh, maybe even a wild card spot they might make a push but i don't know that wild card spot kind of I don't know. It kind of sometimes I don't expect those much out of those, but yeah. Well, I'll tell you what. The AFC West will be very competitive. Be one to this watch. Year. It's, our, it's looking yeah. really good right now. Really tight right now. But for our last segment, we'll go to on the line for next Sunday's matchups. Ooh, I'm excited. I'm excited because this is this. I think is an interesting one. You know what? I, I before we it. before we talk onto that, right. you know what was interesting. Speaking on on the line, sure. was Oklahoma State Kansas State line was you know Oklahoma State was yeah. ended up being favored. Would you say five or six? Uh, six, six, mm-hmm. yes. And I was looking on uh, online, and I saw ninety five percent of bets went towards Kansas State. Wow, ninety five percent, even on the money the money line and the the score line or whatever, both lines. It was like yeah. 90, 95 percent. A lot of people. people did not. I mean, I don't even know if I expected us to win by eleven. <laughs> not even. I don't know if I expected <laughs> us to cover that six points. I, w- you know, after winning one point against Boise State, it would be hard to put money on Oklahoma State to come out and score thirty-one points in the first half. So I just thought that was really uh, interesting or surprising for that. And I bet some of those guys, people are really upset because they lost money because Oklahoma State definitely covered that. That's a lot of money lost right there. I was about to say, I'd be one of those ninety-five percent. I would have lost. Some I would have lost money. <laughs> Sometimes I think, you know, I could, I could bet. I could do some sports betting, I and think- then, and then I'm like, and then I see a game where like that, where I would have lost big probably because I probably wouldn't have put money on yeah. Oklahoma State to cover that, and <laughs> then, even, yeah. and then I'd be mad, and then I'd probably never bet again. Never, <laughs> so, never. So I just save myself the heartache, and I just don't do it. I, I think it's just kind of fun to watch with people, but with me, I kind of like to save my money. And, you know, I like I, uh, <laughs> I like to enjoy my money, and I like to enjoy the football game. I and like I feel like if money, I got life and football, if I got money on the football game, I feel like I'm going to be more stressed than I am enjoying it. <laughs> I'm going to be like, oh my god, oh my gosh, come on, you guys got to score like a field goal right here so I can get my money. <laughs> a lot of stress, yeah, yeah, involved with so, it. So I don't know. As as that was a great point, I'm glad you brought that up. That's a that's a huge thing. But here in the NFL. The Bills favored by 17 against the Texans next Sunday. Oh, that is a huge. I'm number. not taking that. <laughs> if anybody, don't take that. I feel like the Texans can put up. Well, I don't know. Is when, lost, when is Tayra, uh, T- uh, Tyra Taylor back? Is he out? For, I'm not sure. 
Was he, I thought they had like a three weeks or something like that, so he'll probably be out this game. So that's understandable. But I also think that uh, was it Sills or Davis Mills. Mills. Sorry, man, oof, that was rough. Sorry yeah, about that. The poor uh, kid. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> the, the line, the offensive line, would not block for him against the Panthers. Thursday, was it Thursday night? Thursday night football. Yeah, Thursday and, night football against Carolina. Yeah, and because they actually stayed pretty competitive in the beginning of that game. Yeah. And but they would not block for him. I think when McCaffrey went out, they had a chance, <laughs> at least somewhat Ooh. of a chance. Hey, hey, a little Oklahoma State there, a little Chuba yeah, Hubbard came in, start, right. starting running back. He'll be, uh, yeah, he'll be RB one. He'll be RB one. Definitely, uh, he's uh, he's no Christian McCaffrey though. I'm right, sorry, right. I'm, I'm Oklahoma State through and through, but <laughs> he's no but, Christian but McCaffrey. Obviously, I I think anybody would be honest on that. I'm sure. Oh yeah, yeah. I, at least I hope. <laughs> Unless you're just blind, or Unless if you just, just don't watch NFL football, uh, but don't be blind. Please. Don't be blind. Uh, open your eyes, people. Open your eyes. Anyway, uh, I don't know if I'd take that line, but they did. What was it? Was it this? This this week they they put up really good uh, points they against l- the Washington they, football. They team. lost by 15. Week one against against Carolina. The well, no, they lost by 15 against Carolina. Lost by 10 against Cleveland, and lost by 16 against or won by 16 against Jacksonville. Oh, me. you're talking about Texans. My bad. Right, I thought you right, were right. talking about. The Bills. Oh, no, no. The, for the Bills, the Bills they lost no, they, week uh, one against yeah, the uh, Steelers. One, 35 nothing against the Dolphins, and they're 43-21 against football team. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. That was what I was talking about. I'm sorry. I was mixed up on teams. No, you're there. okay. You're okay. I was, <laughs> but, but it was good to touch on both of those teams because that's what we're talking about on this money line. And they're favored by 17, which is crazy. Yeah. That's crazy high. Uh, I don't. Yeah, I don't know, though. Their defense has played decent, but also their offense normally can't get going so their defense just stays on the field so that is a problem and this bill's offense is high powered with stefan diggs josh allen they've got a lot of good guys too so that's what i'm saying is i don't maybe take that line i don't know i, I think i'm gonna do it i think i would you think because, you would take the 17 because point this line. is a very this is just not an equal game at all i don't think i mean uh, if davis mills is playing i mean no matter what no matter yeah, who's the quarterback it, I, think I think it's, even it's with, a very imbalanced game even with Tyrod Taylor, I think the game would be a little rough. I don't know if it would be a 17 points, but, oof. Ah, man, that's tough. That's a tough one. It is. That's a tough one because that's – it's so high of a, like, line. It's so right. high of a favorite it's in that very game. very high. 17 points. And in a, in a professional it, it, football. This is a professional football league. Yeah. And they're favored by 17. That's yeah. crazy. That's like Alabama, you know, playing Alabama State or something. I don't know. Right. Well, uh, I think I wouldn't take that line, though. Okay, okay. We can go through a couple more. Cardinals, Rams, Rams by six. What do you think? I, I take that. I take that. I think the Rams are they are rolling. and They are. And they proved it yesterday. The Cardinals are good as well, but they struggled against Jacksonville this last week, this uh, yesterday, Sunday. I'll take it, too. I think Matt Shefford is showing why he was undervalued in Detroit, and I think with this coach, with this offense – Anything can happen in I was, LA. I was watching the game last night, and this the the commentators were saying how he's very in, he was inconsistent before, and I was like, huh. well, I, I don't I understand that, that's interesting. <laughs> and then and then he just went off the rest of the game, and they're like, well, once he gets on some of these rolls, though, you just got you guys got to look out because he'll keep going. He's like he's really good, but then once he's off, he's off, and he never got off that roll. But after like he started out kind of rough, and then mm-hmm. just killed it. But then they were also explaining how this is the f- earliest that 
uh, Matthew Stafford and his team, the team he's on, yeah. has had a big game like this. They have. The they Lions have. normally don't have that big of a game early on in the season. So mm-hmm. they normally were playing, you know, lower ranked team. Even this season, it's been, it hasn't been like that. They weren't playing the Super Bowl champs. And then this year he comes in, and week three he's playing Tom Brady, arguably the GOAT, or, I mean, most people would probably say he's the GOAT anyway. Right. And the Super Bowl, the previous year's Super Bowl champs. So that's huge. So he probably came in with a little bit of jitters, I feel like. Even with how many years he's played in the league, Definitely. I feel like I'd come in with some jitters. Yeah, so. it was a big game, early game, but it had the atmosphere of a playoff game. Oh, it yeah, it was It was awesome, too, in their new stadium, too. That thing was beautiful. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Beautiful game. And there were tons of fans all just – I mean, they, it was loud. It was. Um, it was loud. It was, a, it was fun to watch, and the Rams got it. The Rams were only coming into this game favored by one, two, and they they covered that. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's definitely a good one. And the sky's the limit for the Rams all year long with this team. They got a great team. But the last game that we'll go through next Monday Night Football: the Raiders, Chargers, Chargers by three and a half at home. Oh, that's tough. The the Chargers just beat Kansas City, Kansas City, which put Kansas City at the bottom of their division. I think that they're starting to become a more balanced team. And Herbert I, is playing. Her, Herbert's Herbert's playing, playing well. Lights out. He's playing yeah. great. Uh, man, I don't know. See, the thing is, is the the Raiders have been playing well as well. You know, like they've yeah. been playing good, yeah. just the same. And undefeated Raiders, and they've but they've also went to two out of the three games have been uh, overtime games. So. Oh man, that one's tough too. It is. I, I'll See, say this is the problem I have with betting is I struggle with like uh, maybe I'll take that side, maybe I take that. Right. I think I think I will take the Raiders in this one. I think I would not take that line. I think so too. Yeah, I think I'll I'll cover with the Bills. I won't cover with the Rams, and but I I, I will I will not cover in the Raiders Chargers. I think the Raiders will take. Yeah. It. So. The first one was first one. I will cover the Bills. Cover the Bills, 17. seventeen, which is crazy. I will not cover the Rams cover, by six. Yeah, I would not cover that as well. Uh, and I will, I will not cover the Chargers. Oh, wait, wait, no, I would cover the Rams. You would cover the Rams. Yeah, right. the only one I would cover out of these three is the Rams. Right. All right. Okay. Clear there. Okay. Clear there. Go. The only team we're covering, <laughs> or the only team we would take in that line is the Rams, because the Rams are balling right now. Scene, cut. <laughs> well. Oh. Sorry. <laughs> Cut that out. No, I'm just kidding. That's all right. Well, that'll do it for another episode of Before the Storm for James Parsons. Jared Alator here. Thank you very much for tuning in. Appreciate it, guys. Appreciate it. Have a good one.